Check, check, check. Peace family. We're back once again with it. DOA TBM podcast. We're back with another hard hitting broadcast this week. And we're bringing you five fire topics. So, you know, we're coming down with a whole new different format and how we're bringing things this time. We get as we gear up and get ready for season four. Shouts out to Anchor FM, keeping us powered online and stuff, you know, all over the digital platforms, making sure that we sounded really good and that. So, you know, peace to the family on that front. So um, we're here in Pirate Studios, Birmingham, representing, we're going to be on about that online, about that on TV, you know, you're definitely going to be able to check us out on Spotify, iTunes and all those platforms. I want to say big ups to Anchor FM for granting us this space here today and you know, I know last time we, we chimed in from the digital village in Digbeth and you know, we're still in Digbeth right now representing Birmingham Strong and I think, you know, looking at these digs, maybe um, we're going to be back in here broadcasting very soon. With that being said, we got um, Dino is in the building and we're going to be laying it down. Five fire topics. So, you know, we want to go through these topics a little bit different to how we usually broadcast. You know, a lot of you guys are accustomed to hearing us um, shoot the breeze on one topic. But this time we're going to be dissecting a few, you know, back to back. So um, this definitely going to be a fun episode, man. What do you think, Dean? Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, I just love being in the studio. Already, I'm just loving this, you know, we should make this a regular spot, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, well, I mean, we said that at the last one, but yeah, this one now is, um, better. next level. it's more isolated for what we need to keep yeah. it in the, um, you know, sort of podcast environment we're in. You know, the last one was great, you know, shouts to Digital Village and Digbeth, you know, they held us down at the last time, but, you know, utilizing that premises, it had more, you know, of a range of services that could be done, whereas this, we can really home things in on where they need to be with that being the podcast and you know we really centri centrifugalized I should say with this. So um five fire topics man we're gonna come with some fire topics right now. You know shouts out to the family tuned in. We're gonna keep y'all you know posted with this. So topic number one which we're gonna start and kick things off with is something that's always been controversial. I think something that's always going to be controversial. And the reason why this topic sort of sprouted, because, you know, last week when we was recording and we was doing some stuff in the studio, we had a, a plethora of different people there from different walks of life, different faiths, different nationalities, different creeds, you know, religions and stuff. And um, one thing that came up, you know, one of the young people that was there is a youngster from the city and he was, you know, in his musical endeavours. And what happened was, he he used the word brigger like b-r-i-g-g-a in in his music so it was something that was noticeable we said we asked him the question okay what you know what's what does brigger mean to you so you know to me initially i looked at it as a sense from like he taking brother and 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 a nigger putting the word together you know and um and coming up with that word which is a composite now he was actually from a different ethnicity so his reason was because he can't say the M word. Now there was actually other, you know, black people in the room and some of them were saying, Hey, well, you know, you can say the M word, you know, or you you know, a lot of people use it. It's not that you know, it's not that serious in the in the context of being music and as an artist. And as we see, especially now in the UK, loads of youngsters use that word. You know, you listen to some of these youngsters coming out of East London and, and you know, not just East London, but London, other places, Birmingham, you know, multicultural areas who were saying we grew up around people that, you know, use the word. We have a right to use it, too. Um, what are your thoughts? You know, people have split messages on um, 
the implication. What are your thoughts on it? Well, basically, just you know, the argument that oh, black people use it, we can use it too. That's not that's not a strong argument because it's like you know, you can have uh, your girlfriend and you can slap your girlfriend's ass, but just because you can slap her ass doesn't mean someone else can slap her ass as well. Oh, you know what I mean? Too sure. So, yeah, so it's like that. It's like you know the history behind the word and how it started. Um, you know, slavery and that kind of thing. It's just it's 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 got too many negative connotations, and I just don't think everyone you know should be just using that word willy nilly. I know that a lot of people don't use even even use that word in a racial context now. They use that word just to say their friend, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, as in like my friend, you know, rather than natural you know racial connotation to it. But I just don't think it's right for people to be using that word um, so willy nilly. It's almost become so commonplace now. You know, I was just you know driving the other day and. I got out of my car and I heard these two uh, guys of an, another race talking to each other and, you know, they were using the word. Well, and I was just thinking, it's, it's so commonplace now and it's just, it's almost become an accepted word and that that's what, it's getting to dangerous territory when it happens, you know? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I mean, I agree with you. I, I think it's so, um, not complex, because I always say, you know, just being mindful of time because we are these five minutes of fire. But um, we're all bound by these these terrestrial terms somewhat. So it's like, in one aspect, people say, you know, we've took this word and we've given it new meaning to mm-hmm. it. I remember a few years ago with Nas, he put out actually an album out called, you know, Nigga Untitled Album. And um, slightly off topic, he went through a lot of drama at the time because... The labels didn't want him to put the album out. There was, um, you know, a lot of the industry was coming down quite heavy with Congress within hip hop at the time saying, you know, the negativity in the music and, and, and X, Y and Z. And, you know, Nas, who is definitely one of the most um, maybe articulate and intellectual rappers that we've known from, you know, past generations. It's, it's still in the game now. But... Um, he spoke on it. He was saying, you know, we have a right to sort of use this word. And now we've we've been able to make it something that we can represent and, and like make money off of through music and certain things like that, that now they got a problem with it. So some people say it's okay, but, it, you know, if we use it amongst each other in a brotherly sense or in a, or in any sense that we wish, because it's, you know, we're dealing with languages and stuff here, but um, some say it's kind of different, you know, but when other people use it, you know, who who then controls the parameters, you know, like, because if, if, if I got a bunch of friends and I, I've, I've never been that type of friend, but if I got the type of friends that arrive different nations and I say, for instance, you know, you can use it when you're around me or whatever, then, you know, that doesn't mean somebody else is going to be comfortable with them using it when they're around them. So it's like you said, you can just like slapping abroad or something or doing something that one person could do. It doesn't necessarily give other people the right to do it. However, I feel people are going to do what they're going to do. And especially in today's musical times, we do see a lot of it. I think it's um it's good that not every artist does it. You know, like the youngster I mentioned, it's good that he at least thinking, probably consciously to say, you know what, I'm going to do something different. Even though then I, I feel as though if you got to go to that effort to say something that sounds like it, <laughs> he might as well say it. <laughs> or um, exactly. that's not me saying you should say it, but um, because alternatively use a different word or use something completely different you know what i mean i think maybe that's what we need to look more into nowadays is people getting back into um 
using their own slang and their own, you know, coming up with their own little, little flavor and vernacular with things perfect, you know, and that's it, you know. So I think that's kind of missing. So um, I don't know. You got any more thoughts on that? We, we want to fire through these. That's just fire. Like we said to you guys, it's five minutes of fire for each topic. So, you know, we've been covering this one almost coming up to five minutes and we're going to move on to the next. But um, before that, Dean, um, any more thoughts on this? Yeah, I think people just need to remember the origin of the word. You know, the origin of the word, how it came about in the first place. That's the thing if you need to remember that context of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind and don't let the word become mainstream like it seems to be coming now. Well, context is definitely always important. Um, so with that being said, five minutes of fire, we're going to move on to the next five. And um, well, I should say the next in the line, we're going to be looking at and discussing something that's really popular right now is, um, you know, health we know we're seeing COVID-19 right now ripping the world apart you know we're seeing um a huge surge of people trying to be more motivated and more conscious we see broads running around getting personal trainers and, and you know trying to flex um we see things in the paper I think I just read something about you know Lady Gaga you know um contracting fibromyalgia I don't even know how they spell that I don't claim to be no doctor <laughs> you know but even in terms about health I wanted to touch on this because we're talking about health and we're talking about COVID and one of the two things to me that's interesting you know I just mentioned Lady Gaga for not for a particular reason but um we know or it's it's stated when we look at certain health practitioners and professionals that there are certain groups of people on this planet that are more privy to certain types of diseases and stuff like that. And also we've heard, you know, recently in the news in response to COVID, people are saying, well, so-called black people and, you know, Asians are going to be more susceptible or high risk to COVID. Now, why is why I want to bring this up is so interesting because so many people have said, well, they don't feel as though they've come across anybody who's contracted it. Some people say, not just to point out Lady Gaga, but when it comes to some of these other races and nationalities, they have a higher propensity towards certain other dise diseases and stuff just down to their genetic makeup, you know, just down to... Um, their own genome, you know, especially some of the newer peoples on the planet, they, you know, they're a lot more... If you were to just Google certain diseases, you'll probably see only certain people have them in a, in a high proportion. I mean, some could say the same against, um, you know, blacks with... Um, some say, oh, well, you know, blacks have a high count of um, sickle cell or, or, or things of that nature. But in terms of today's modern health, with all the stuff we've seen going down with COVID, do you believe that this is something that, you know, particularly affects one group of people more than others... Do you believe even just on a wider health aspect that, you know, people have higher propensities towards, you know, being sick or being de-energized or just having, um, you know, different ailments and issues? Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the statistics, um, the, you know, regarding COVID-19 and ethnicity, it does seem disproportionately that certain ethnic groups are more affected than others. Okay. Uh, now, whether that's because certain ethnicities are more susceptible to certain diseases or it just so happens that it's more to do with the area in the in the areas of the world that's more affected by it and it just happens that those people live in those areas who knows but there's definitely an argument that certain races may be more susceptible to certain diseases but i just like to say that health is wealth i mean there's a chinese proverb that's you know it has it has a one at the start of it and you add a zero if you have a house have a zero if you have a car have a zero if you have a phone have a z keep adding zero 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 for everything you have but if you don't have your health take away the one what you have zero oh. so health is the most important thing and it should be everyone's paramount um importance to put wealth ahead of anything else ahead of 
you know, money ahead of your career, ahead of this and that. Health is the most important thing. But to answer your question, I do think that certain races or ethnicities may be more susceptible to certain diseases, yeah. And, you know, we've seen that at a very important point with just, you know, health being wealth. And, um, you know, within COVID, there has been more people, as I've said, trying, you know, looking into more holistic health methods and, and different options because, what we talk about even the susceptibility of infection and diseases between people and things of that nature, we've got to say, okay, well, people are different. So even some people, as we we mentioned, you know, climate, environment, culture, and a lot of those things being different. Some people have different ways of of you know approaching health. Where, you know, some of our people we like to deal with things from a more holistic holistical health. Um, aspect you know um, tying in with nature tying in with other things and you know other people they they want to do it the other way where it's just easier you know medication and, and, and things of that nature not to say some of these things don't have their application but um, there's so much going on now and I think just in these times with COVID it's really helped people become somewhat more health conscious you know even if it's just for the fact that you know a microscope's been placed over people and what's going on so um that's definitely one thing i'd say yeah i mean every every cloud is a silver lining yeah so yeah. i think this this you know covid 19 2020 i think what we can learn from this is that i think well, what i think what's going to happen now is that people are actually going to take their health more seriously because you know times are so unpredictable no one knows what's going to happen so I think this is a wake-up call for everybody. Oh, yeah. You've got to actually start looking after yourself, especially those people who've been affected themselves or the family members that have died. This is the wake-up call for everyone. You've got to make health your priority. Yep. So that is, if there's any positive to come out of this, that is it. That's real. Yeah. And that's real, man. And with, with that being said, you know, we're going to move on slightly. Still staying in, staying in the same, you know, vein of... Um, quick fire topics you know five minutes of fire each time we're dropping something different and we're really exploring these issues at a rapid level um we may culminate back together at the end now you know sort of i guess you know what sort of coincides with that or maybe i should take it somewhere different and then we we'll bring it back around i want to look at um the, the importance of having whether it be mentors or motivational people now i guess this ties in with the whole context of health anyway because like when we think about health a lot of people just think about the physical and they don't understand how important mental health is too <laughs> you know and um re to me personally mental health is 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 the most important if not more important than the physical health because everything is mental like people think they're so gassed up about their bodies and, and their you know their physicality that gonna fade away <laughs> you know when you know sometimes people see me they say oh you got so much scars on your face you didn't been through so much and, and you know but you can still keep a positive spirit and a smile on your face because i know the flesh and the physical isn't as important as the mental and even the spiritual, so even if we look at the, the mental, everything starts from the mind, even how this whole world and everything, existence was brought into being, it was a mental process that, you know, moved forward, so with that being said, you know, and the importance of mental health, motivational messages, motivational speaking is definitely something that can, you know, get that health on the right way of thinking. But even just having motivational people around us, what I wanted to do is look at and say, you know, this is 2020, you know, um, one of the most motivational people that I've seen this year is um, Chadwick Boseman, because um, just for the fact that he could have been going through so much, <laughs> you know, 
that's real. <laughs> he was going through so much and did so much and never cried about it. You know, never tried to um, milk people for their emotions and, and you know, people all get want people to feel sorry for everything. He continued forward with what he was doing and he, he did great work. So I want to say peace to that brother for being a motivation. I came across another clip the other day. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. It was could have been Stephen something. Um, I think I remember talking to you about it and he was he shared some of his story and he, he got into the, was it like the fitness sort of stuff? He was, or was he like a Marine or something? I can't even remember his story too much. Sorry, no disrespect. But, um, and he shared his story that he, you know, he went away and he got into a better way of thinking and, and came back and looked at certain aspects of his life and stuff and sharing those kind of positive messages. What we see, you know, nowadays we've got things like Goalcast, you know, um, you've got the stuff we're doing with Dream Builders and stuff. Um, How important is it? you know, to have motivational figures around us growing up, you know, and um, in terms of modern society today, nowadays, who would you really pick out as motivational figures? Because some say the people that are supposed to be motivational, like the um the politicians and the presidents and stuff like that, they're, they're not really motivating people the right way. Well, to answer your question, I think it's very important to have motivational uh, mentors in your life because, you know, other people know things that you don't know. And, you know, there's always something we can learn from other people, especially older people who've got older than us, got more life experience than us, been through more stuff than us. They can, you know, almost be like a, a guide for you, a guiding light to help you uh, in your life, in your career and everything. Because at the end of the day, none of us know everything. And, you know, you can always learn from, from other people. Um, they, like I said, they always know something that we don't know. And I think a lot of people in life are just drifting along. You know, they're just going from day to day without a plan. And the reason why is because they don't have anyone to guide. They don't have anyone to advise them what to do, you know. And a motivational person doesn't have to, doesn't necessarily have to be someone in your family. It doesn't have to be your father or your uncle. or It could be maybe someone on YouTube that inspires you. Yep. Someone who's been through a lot on YouTube, has made a success of their career. And that person inspires you. It doesn't have to be necessarily someone you know, but it's very important. I'd say it's paramount. And I think anybody who wants to make something of themselves should have someone, uh, in you know, whether it be family, friend, um, you know, maybe someone in the public arena who helps them, who guides them. And, you know, I, I've got people that I I speak to on a regular basis. I've got family members who I often call asking for advice. There's certain people on YouTube I've never met. I watch their videos and they give good advice. So I think it's paramount and I think everyone should have a mentor in their life to guide them. Because in the words of Bob Marley, you know, every every person is born knowing nothing. You know, every person is born knowing nothing and eventually you learn things from other people as you get older, as you go through things. So it's very important. Yeah, you know, um, to touch on that, you know, I agree. Um, I wouldn't say we are born knowing nothing. I get where the axiom where Bob coming from. I think we, because as an adult, you don't have the, you know, the consciousness or the intelligence that you have when you was a child. Mm. So as, you know, your knowledge and wisdom should advance as time does throughout the years. Now, you know, sometimes that isn't always the case, but I do um, agree with you just on the importance of mentorship. Now, I think, you know, especially for a lot of our people growing up in certain environments and conditions may not completely have that access or that understanding to, you know, the importance of having, you know, whether it's a direct mentor or somebody stepping up and, and saying, you know, hey, do this this way or let me let me give you this guidance and show you how to, um you know, make this the best. I think one of the things that happens... um. I don't want to say a lot of selfishness because I think especially in some communities, people bring in or, or go out, I should say, and gather and garner information, but it's never brought back kind of into the community. 
Whereas in other communities, they kind of do that and have a, a self-sustainable sort of mentorship with each other. Maybe I, I'm saying that from an outside perspective. Um, I do feel as though in today's times, as you, you alluded to, it's a lot easier and better now because, you know, the difficulties before of, let's say you're growing up in a certain environment or place and, you know, how much of a struggle it could be to even find a good mentor because you can find anybody who can give you advice exactly and, and, and nine times out of ten people will advise you the wrong thing especially <laughs> that's exactly what i was about to say to you i was just I read my mind basically you've got to be careful who you choose as a mentor yeah. there's a lot of people are giving you advice to suit their own to agenda. suit their agenda they've got an agenda and they want you to do this do that because it's it benefits them not you so yeah in the same way i say to you it's great to find a mentor and a, mot- a motivational person who's going to help you be very careful because there's a lot of you know, sheep uh, in wolf's clothing out there. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and there's a lot of people out there who are just trying to plant things in your head that are, are not actually going to help you. And I know that myself from my own experience. Now, of course. You, you know, know some yeah, people yeah. told me to do things, and I'm not going to go into details, but yeah, yeah. I, I realised with my own discernment and wisdom that they were trying to lead me down a path that was for them, not me. That is suits them. You exactly. know, we've, we've been there, you know, it's a part of life and stuff. And, and, and you know, I definitely agree with you there. And, and it was, you know, similarly what I was just going to sort of tie things up with by saying the same and in agreement that with the internet now, it's a bit, maybe not better in a sense, but you can actually find, you know, it could be somebody on the other side of the world. You can find something that's suited to you. So you can find motivational information that isn't, necessarily you know somebody trying to coerce you into their way of thinking exactly you know there's there's other bits of um because they don't know you they've never met you, never but met they're giving you advice on a certain area that you want some help on exactly there's no hidden agenda because they've never met you there you go so you know there's i, I definitely want to say there's some great platforms and stuff out there that i see you know whether it's on social media or some of these platforms putting out great bits of content but some bite-sized content some very um a bit longer but motivational nonetheless you've got some guys on youtube trailblazer do some great stuff um i think i may have mentioned them before you know um brother ben x you know peace to the family you got so many great people doing great work with that being said as we're moving our five minutes of fire we want to sort of tie these topics in so i guess as we're going from talking about not necessarily being careful and and, and, um, different types of people and different types of motives you know sometimes we touch on on scripture and we often touch on religion and and, and theology and stuff on this podcast so it's it's an interesting area right now with things that are going on in the world and I was actually talking to a white lady Christian lady the other day and and she was saying to me you know Fonz this the time now she was saying you know we've all got a job to do you know, the the Jews, the Gentiles, the you know, we've all got a job to do, man. And um with that being said, you know, with where we're at now, we've seen a lot of stuff, you know, with DJ Vlad, you know, Nick Cannon, Minister Farrakhan, we've seen a huge culmination of people speaking on who they feel or what they feel the real Jewish community is. So we have, you know, black people saying we from this this Jewish strand. We've seen, you know, even Wiley in the UK, he was banned from social media by, you know, some crazy outbursts and stuff like that. So um, in the context of, you know, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, the Gentile people, um, how do you see all of that in today's modern society? Because especially when we read a lot of old texts of scripture, we could some some may apply it to and say, okay, somebody who's non-denominational or somebody who's of a different um, background and stuff. 
what is the demarcation in your eyes then to say, um, you know, who are the Jews and who are the Gentiles? Well, first of all, I think a lot of these situations are just there to divide people and put people into different segments and all this kind of thing. And I just think to myself, it, it it's kind of, it's almost irrelevant. It's like, I, you know, I'm strong in my Bible study. And I just think all you should do is just seek God um, rather than trying to, work out who who's real who's the, you know the real believers and this and that and the other i just think that these things are just sent to divide us and the bible talks about these things where nothing should be getting in the way of your walk with god you know i i personally think that that's all that matters ultimately is trying to seek god the right way through prayer through reading the bible and most importantly through obedience to god that's the most important thing because it's all very well praying and reading the Bible, but if you forget what the Bible scriptures are teaching you, it's irrelevant to even reading them in the first place. So I just think a lot of these situations that I'm seeing in the media about, you know, who's the real, who are God's real chosen people? Is it, is it the Jews? Is it this group? Is it that group? These are like, it's kind of not really. You, you don't think it's, it's yeah. yeah. I just don't think it's relevant. I mean, what some will say, if it's not relevant, you know, why is it in the scripture? Or why do they even have a, you know, different sort of references and stuff to say, you know. So it, it it's one of those things, and especially in today's times now, we're seeing so much more, I guess, conversation around it. I even saw a, a debate the other day with um one of the rabbis from the, you know, the Jewish community. And um, he was debating with Wesley Muhammad from, you know, the Nation of Islam black muslim community so um which I, I never thought i would see the day i've seen those kind of public sort of um shared spaces mm. of people and it wasn't a debate like it was you know arguing this or it was you know very conversational and just um trading theology and being able to find i guess a balance within that because it's similar to like the last episode we did with um Sheeda jat and stuff as well where you know we how productive it's like you said we've got the scriptures either way how productive would it have been for us to to sit there and be like oh you're wrong because you think this or i'm right because i think this and 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 that's it you know what i mean when there's obviously a higher ground of reasoning a that we could have and even just a resolve that we can find in the middle yeah it it, was exactly i mean the, the the Bible does say that the Jews are the chosen people. Yeah. Right? We know that. So based on that, then if that's what the Bible says, then that's what it is. Irrespective of what someone, this person... Somebody does, thinks. Exactly. If the truth, if it says it in the scripture and that's the word of God passed down, then that's what it is. Irrespective of what another person might think with an agenda. So if that's what the Bible says, that's what it is. Yeah, no, I'm with you. You know, um, so, you know, moving on kind of swiftly, we can expound upon, you know, especially when we're talking about religion, it can be hard to keep that into a five minute, you know, topic. But as we're keeping this five minutes of fire, we definitely got to move on. And um, what was interesting is because this this all sort of teg- segues onto each thing. And we were just talking about maybe people being um, like sincere. You know, as you was just saying about the sincerity of people, and that kind of leads us on to um, our next topic, which is you know Dr. Dre's wife, you know, allegedly suing for one point nine million, and um, you know we see huge uproars of people. Some saying, "Hey, you know, she don't deserve that much." Some saying, "Hey, well, 
she helped, you know, in a different way. So she does deserve that much. Um, some say, well, you know, that's why I'll never get married. Now, marriage is something that we look at because I want to tie this in. We're just talking about even religion and the scripture and stuff and understanding the value and I guess the the sanctity of marriage. And, you know, some would say you then join in a union and share things together. So do you feel she entitled to that money? Um, it's a difficult one because they were married for 25 years. So Could have been 25 years of hell. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the cynic in me would say that she knew that, obviously, at the time, Dre didn't have... Back in the mid-90s, Dre didn't have the money he had now. Of course. Of course yeah, yeah. But he was still on well his, on his way on to his make way. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of knew what she was doing, right? She knew that she stayed with him for X amount of years, that eventually, if the marriage, or when the marriage ended, she's going to be entitled to a certain amount. Same with Jeff Bezos and his wife, and there's a few other examples as well. Um, Usher, over the years, yeah, exactly. he's had it a few yeah, times. There's, um, there's loads of examples. I mean, there was a recent... Um, one um, Cardi B an, an offset an offset yeah recently. Cardi B an offset that's yeah, the yeah. recent one yeah, yeah. Uh, where you know they were only married for not even not even anywhere close to 25 years yeah, yeah. and now they get now she's filing divorce she's not happy and the cynic in me says these women know what they're doing they might the, the guys they're hooking up with they they know that they're eventually going to have serious money in yeah, the yeah. future they know that if they divorce then they're going to be entitled to half of them and some of their assets and that so that, so they're getting married almost with gotta a get that, mind gotta get that prenup yeah exactly <laughs> but, oh, no, you they, know. They, they have that plan. They're, not, they're not stupid they have that plan in mind from of the course beginning. I mean women are definitely calculated I'd have been through some experiences myself and you know through the graces of God I'm still here standing mm. and um even though I feel as though I've, I've encountered some um serpentine type broads and some uh, Jezebel type broads and all the rest of it, and you know that ain't just me mm. throwing it out there to throw shade, but um, I always felt as though, cause I, I you know, that's one thing why people like about the DOATBM, cause we ain't afraid to talk about our own personal circumstances in some aspects, and um. You know, I've had people want to marry me in the past, mm -hmm. and it's I've I've always had that hesitance at the same time because I can't compare myself to Dr. Dre because I'm nothing like Dre. I'm me, you know, and, um, and Dre Dre, but I I've always seen myself, and even others from the outside, they see my potential and they see what I have the ability to create, manifest, and all that stuff. So sometimes, just as like people come around and want to try and use you or want to get this or that from you it's no different sometimes with females they could see something great in you and even if you're not at that point yet where it's going to lead to you've got a lady tamika wright was the last woman that was married to easy e some say you know um, ruthless records was never the same mm -hmm. after that when easy passed god bless the dead um well it's just the it's just the hypergus nature of females it's been like that for thousands of years but i think it's gone to an extreme level now where females want to get the, the wealthiest, most high-value, uh, rich guy they can get um, for their own benefit. Um, again, this is like that in the caveman days. You know, a woman couldn't survive without the man who could provide. And it's the same now. So women will seek out their rich guy and they will be calculated. They will, they will, they might not, the guy might not be rich when they hook up. But initially, they know, initially, exactly. But they know that 5, 10, 15 years down the line, he's going to pop off and he's going to be, you know, making mega money and then they can take advantage of that. So I just think it's the hypergus nature of females and I think it's going into overdrive in the recent times. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, I think, as you said, it's, it's, it's very, it's very calculative in the sense where, you know, they, they waiting around, they know what they do. Exactly. And if they, you know, if they can see something, 
initially before it's actually had a chance to to manifest and be a part of it yeah. and get their foot in the and get their foot in the door then they will do that mm-hmm. so um, I definitely agree with that man mm-hmm. so um yeah bro um, Dr Dre whew, I mean I did hear a recent report where they said that apparently he's been he's like you know he's doing all right you know he's he won the he won one of the cases yeah. or something, so he doesn't he may not have to pay out mm-hmm. to that amount. But the crazy thing with these things is, you know, it all starts off as love, but then as you know, once it gets to um these stages and the laws get involved and you know it's um more about finance and money. Well, yeah, I mean, the old accident. Once the lawyers and all those people get involved and stuff, it's like it's 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 brutal and it's bitter man i, I think there's a, I'll, I'll let you get to that accent but i was gonna say i think there's a few movies that i watched in my day <laughs> that didn't put me off um dealing with women in that regard but made me see what they could be like <laughs> exactly. you know um one of them the war of the roses with michael douglas and kathleen turner i'd I'd recommend anybody to check that out you know but yes, yeah, sir, you just got to say... Yeah, well, the old axiom is that the woman never loved you for you. She loved you for what you have. Oh, of and course. And that's always the case. You know, there's no such thing as unconditional love apart from from God. So, you know, just know that if you haven't really got... If, you, if a man hasn't got much going for him, then then the woman ain't going to love you. you but that same man starts to better himself and suddenly the woman loves him. It's just... They, they all like... I mean, 50, I watched a video, uh, a video of 50 Cent, actually, um, about two weeks ago. And he, you know, he used to say the girls used to clown him. They used to call him ugly and all these kind of things, and then obviously when he, when he dropped the you know the album in two thousand and three, get rich or die trying, and, uh, and all the fame and money that came from that, you know, he suddenly he was the twenty one year old attractive female who could literally just pick attract yeah he he became as if you know the twenty one year old female who could just pick any partner he wanted and they were coming up to him. Well, and his face don't look the same. Of course, you 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 remember um was it Mike Jones? Uh, Mike Jones had that track. Um, back back then, back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. Loads of Biggie said the same thing in some of his lyrics. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing. But it's just the 50 Cent one. I saw the interview with him two weeks ago, so just kind of tied in with what we're talking about now. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Def- it's definitely actual. It's shadow nature. Actual facts, man. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I've seen it with myself as well. I mean, I've, I've improved myself now. I'll get my own house and uh, my career situation. And I've seen it now. I'm... I've seen women kind of show a bit more interest in them than they used to, but that's just the way it goes. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I didn't have broads um, jump on the old bandwagon, mm, exactly. but they got to be a bandwagon for them to jump on, as you said. So, um, exactly. it, and I think that's something that guys need to um, maintain and always keep in mind because while you're out there and, you, and you're building and you're putting things together, mm-hmm. you know, they could be there trying to, you know, attach themselves onto what you're doing. You know, they're waiting around thinking, okay, this is going to this gonna pop at any minute or this is going to, you know, if they can find a way to patch themselves into it, they're definitely going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of these women, they're so scandalous, bro. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And, um, you know, we, we spoke about this stuff before. So, exactly. Dr. Dre, hopefully, hold your head, man. You know, um, that's one thing I'm happy about. I ain't married no scandalous, bro. You know, some of them, they'd have married other people after me. <laughs> but that's because I wouldn't marry them. <laughs> so, let that be shown for the record. But uh, we're here, five minutes of flame. Knock it out with these hot topics, man. Um, we're going to tune you guys back in. DOA TBM. Um, let's get it, man. Do you know any, 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 any other words? 
Yeah, so I wanted to speak on um, a topic that's uh, gathering a lot of interest recently, which is semen retention. Okay, semen retention. Uh, yeah, How about that? That's yeah. something that these women don't want you talking about because they just want to get their fill a lot of the time. Exactly. You know, well, we you got you got to be careful, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, we live in a very sexualized society now. Yeah. Uh, where sex is used to sell everything, and it's back in the day you had to search for that kind of content, shall we say? But now it's just everywhere. It's just out there. You driving down the car. Oh the yeah. Car, and there's a billboard showing, you know. Or, of showing women or whatever, do you know what I mean? It's everywhere now, so it's harder to um, to practice semen retention, but it's actually an ancient practice. Of course, And yeah. there's actually a proven health benefits to it, because obviously the semen has so many minerals in it. And think about it logically, every human being that lives on this earth and every human being that's ever existed on Earth is here because of semen at the end of the it's day. It's in the DNA. Exactly. Yeah. So does that not show you how important semen is? Well, do you, do you think, with that being said, that's why some of these women or, or even guys in different contexts from other races like to get with black people because do you think there's something special in the semen because you're talking the oldest race of people on the planet mm. so when we're talking genealogy and you know this ain't a diss or nothing you got some people that they were brought together by incest by you know rape all sorts of you know shit going on in their countries and shit like that and uh you know that is in their genes. You've got something that's called knockout genes, where at the same time, if two people have the same sort of genes and they come together, it knocks out certain good genes and they don't have the ability to produce those genes. So with that being said, some of the people who then, I guess I don't want to say fetishize or go for, for black or melanated people in that context, because as you said, every single you know, gene and all that shit from the planet that be it be in some of us more than others in different concentrations. So, do you think there's any um any credence to that? I think there is. There is to that. Yeah. I mean, these studies that show that people who have come from completely different um, ethnicities, when they when they essentially come together, they they um, bring out an offspring which is actually extremely um, intelligent or. Um, can is able to not like a hybrid uh, in yeah, a sense exa- yeah. exactly or is able to um, offset certain diseases because two people of different ethnicities come together and there's actually studies that have backed it up yeah yeah uh, but I also think it's this, you know this succubus spirit out there where it's it's almost subconscious if if, if someone is practicing semen retention it's we live in a world of energy this universe is all about energy and of course females will subconsciously pick up on that energy that you're practicing semen retention and you're not expelling your seed. And as and a result of that, they'll come for it. They'll come for it. They'll, come for they'll, come for it. Exactly. <laughs> they'll try harder to extract your seed. Yeah, like yeah. a succubus. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. been, again, this has been proven. And... Well, it's, it's interesting where it's like, you take succubus, mm-hmm. and that's how I look at it as um, suck you. Bus and mm. some of these bros, they will suck you till you bust, yes. and that's what they out for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was with this chick before. I used to say to her before, you would suck a golf ball out of a hose pipe. <laughs> now, um, if you can put that together, you understand. As you said, that that kind of energy, that suck your best energy and spirit, it's dangerous, bro. Mm-hmm. Dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many people who practice sea retention for long, certain uh, ancient tribes and that. You know, there's so many health benefits to it. You know, of course. To your mental health, your skin, your hair, your teeth, everything. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it actually makes you more attractive. Because what you have to remember is that we're here as men to, to reproduce our seed. So if, if, you are, if you are expelling your seed all the time, whether it be through sex or masturbation, you're tricking the brain into thinking that you're reproducing, that you're producing reproducing something, something another yeah, human yeah. being, which is what we're here to do. So if you if you retain your seed, what the body essentially does is the body thinks, okay, 
He's, he's not expelling his seeds. He's not reducing. We have to improve him to make him more attractive to females so he does reproduce. So what happens when you retain your seed for a certain amount of time, maybe 60 days plus, you actually start to improve yourself mentally and physically to the extent where the body, just the body is a very clever mechanism and it actually starts to naturally improve itself, everything. And that's and that's where we talk about the energies of attracting the female coming into play. Yeah, yeah. It's a very complex. It's, it's very think. complex and, and it ties into even Egyptian, you know, alchemy, sex magic and, you know, tantra, certain things of that nature where, um, you know, people are able to practice certain sexual practices without the expulsion of semen, mm-hmm. you know. It's crazy because I've dealt with some bros like that in the past and that's the same thing I felt as though that has been like their primary want <laughs> like you know you you could you could be with them and be um you know intimate and things mm-hmm. of that nature but they ain't trying to leave until they get some <laughs> some ju- some juice <laughs> exactly. with that exactly. be with that being said because and, and and as you said sometimes it's a spiritual thing where they you know they know not to say the importance or the magnitude of this 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 stuff uh you know where they kind of place it but um you know they know that too so some of them it's like as you said even if it's at a an energetic or spiritual level that's what they around you kind of for to extract what they can sort of get from you you know what i mean and some say hey it's just a part of life you know um some say women get catch a bad rap because of it because with the guy you're always going to be dealing with that um that giving mm-hmm. energy you know so you know even with your phallus and stuff you're going to be putting that in them you you always constantly giving to them mm-hmm. and unless they the right kind of um take that no on a scientific and, and a righteous level to take that energy and regenerate it sort of back around and it, and it kind of loop back around with you mm-hmm. otherwise they just take it from you and i think that's why a lot of guys end up um you know, drained man. Um, I remember I was in the pub the other day, Weatherspoons, and this might sound a bit slightly obscure, but I see this this guy in there, and he with this um English woman, and she kind of chubby and, to be honest, not very good looking. Uh, I don't want to go with the connotations where people say, oh, you know, you probably just got with her because she's you know easier for sex or whatever, but they're quite you know middle aged or whatever. Now you could see he just looked like he looked tired. She looked tired, but she looked like she was still the domineering one. Mm-hmm. And um, he looked like he was probably, you know, when you're with somebody, you don't probably really want to be with them, but he's kind of got no choice. And I think this is something that people need to be care of, careful of as well because our sexual energy is also tied to our creative energy. So some people who are truly creative, because it's like you saying, you know, um, at the same time, if, you, if you're going to have sex... And you said, you know, not like you're tricking your body into creating something or, you know, you it's the same process even in your mind of creation. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with those powers of creation, stirring up those creative forces. So even as a certain type of businessman, entrepreneur, a lot of those people are very highly sexual too because you're stirring up a lot of those same forces. Because mm-hmm. it's the same forces that it takes for you to create one thing that it takes to create something else. You can create outwardly or inwardly in the world in different ways. But let's say you want to create a huge empire or something. It takes a lot of creative force. Mm-hmm. So, um, And that creative force is tied to the sexual force. Exactly. So what happens is you can find sometimes some of these women, they will come. Or even guys, you know, in a mm-hmm. different context. We, we're going to speak on it from our standpoint as guys. But 
they're there to take away from you reaching where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. because you know they've come to try and zone in and home in on that force if that makes sense yeah exactly so if they can come in and try and exact exact that creativity out from you you can find yourself depleting and you can end up like that that old guy i've seen where you know you in the pub with these old broads and um you know you probably don't particularly want to be there but you're probably sitting there scratching your head thinking shit well i, I was doing a lot better before and um I had all this energy because it takes energy to even do stuff, even to motivate you to say, you know, let me go out there and be productive. Let me go out there and, you know, put this forward. It takes mm -hmm. that energy. But if you're giving that energy away so much time to um, just just some of these bros that just want to lay on their back, mm -hmm. really, you know, yeah, they may cook you a little plate or something, but, hey, I, I'd rather fix my own plate, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a lot of famous philosophers from the past and have practice semen retention like Nikola Tesla and Albert Einstein and well, a lot of sportsmen like Muhammad Ali a lot of those great Tyson, people and all these people look what they achieved and they've, they've there's videos on it I mean even um, well, a, a lot James is talking about it a lot of them have achieved great things or invented great things because they were practicing retention it's, they've kept that energy inside them of course and, and and not just that somebody somebody um you know oh and there's there's loads. I mean, there's loads of examples. I mean, they're just famous ones. There's of course, people who who I've who I've spoken to as well, and I've and I've said to them, you know, what's what's the secret to success? And they they told me, senior attention. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you some of the greatest minds, even that have worked this planet. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Tesla and some of these people. Yeah. A lot of them didn't have kids. Exactly. You know, and and that's another thing. Yeah. So. And people don't understand it. They didn't have kids. They wasn't married. So they didn't have somebody drain, <laughs> drain, exactly. draining them all the time, mm -hmm. pretty much. And they wasn't living in um, these sexualized, crazy sexualized times now. So it wasn't maybe that much of a thing mm -hmm. to think about as such as where it is now. Like, you know, nowadays you go on the internet, you're going to see a girl in a phone. You know, you go on social media or something, you're going to see somebody with their they boobs out or whatever. You know, there's... um so much different things that just point our minds to be sexual just based on the society that we live in now and as you said there isn't it's not something that's taught especially on any kind of public it's always it's, i guess it's a secret arcanum because mm -hmm. you know these things are sacred at the same time so you know and the devil want to take away from us so they don't want you to know some of these things so you'll be out here willy-nilly excuse the pun <laughs> and um, you know and as you said not understanding these things that you know the importance of how something like this can help you moving forward exactly. you know even if you you do it for you know a periods of time and um nothing exceeds like excess so um you definitely gotta find balance in this thing absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. So um, with that being said, you know, that was five minutes of fire, man. We're about to wrap things up on the DOA TBM podcast. Um, we blessed enough. You already know how we do it. We represent Embattle Online, powered by Anchor FM. We in the building. We've discussed all things today from COVID-19 to other races using the N-word to um, motivational people around the world. Dr. Dre's wife, estranged wife, I should say, suing for 1.9 mil. So um, we've touched on quite a few topics. We've given some flame. We've given some game. Anything else to remain, Dean? No, not at all, man. Just stay safe during these times, these unpredictable times we're in. 
and just seek God because you know the end times are coming. We don't know when. But well, the, coming. Hey, the end the end times are kind of here in one aspect, but the good thing is end times also bring and spring forth um, new beginnings. So with that being said, you know there's a lot of new beginnings happening. Um, peace to the family. We're here at Pirate Studios. We're gonna tune y'all back in. Maybe Massface gonna be with us later and stuff like that. So you know when Massface around, he's about to get crazy. So um, let's get it. DOA TBM. We representing. Peace to the family, stay up, stay woke, and always look out for your folks.